everyone, and welcome to another Seed World Giant Views podcast interview. My name is Alex Martin, and I am the editor of Seed World Magazine. And today I am so happy to be joined by Rob Bauman, who is the partner of True Leaf Market. We're here at the American Seed Trade Association's Flower and Vegetable Conference in Orlando. And today Rob's actually going to kind of help us dive into a fun topic, which is trends in the vegetable sector that's going to propel us into 2023. Thanks so much for joining me yeah, today, thanks Rob. thanks for having me. It's good yeah. to be here. I feel like we should start with some introductions just for some people who might not know you as well. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself in True Leaf Market. Right. So, um, yeah, like, as you mentioned, uh, I'm a partner at True Leaf Market. We have a, a pretty eclectic group of people. Uh, and my responsibility with, uh, with the group of partners is the operations, uh, IT, and some of that good stuff. But we have people focused on marketing and people focused on production and um, people focused on counting all the beans. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of how the group works. And uh, that's, that's my role within it. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, I, you know, I... I feel like we should talk a little bit about your background as well, because I feel like one of your unique things career-wise is that you didn't start in the seeds. Yeah, no, I am far from a seed. I'm a seedy guy, but I am far from a seedsman. Yeah. So can you tell us about like your previous experiences and how that kind of helps? Yeah, I'm actually way? an aerospace guy, which really makes no sense, I, I know. Um, I actually uh, went to school uh, in economics and then uh, did an MBA and actually worked in uh, the aerospace industry and ended up running a bunch of aerospace companies producing jet parts for jet engines, <laughs> which is nothing to do with seeds and loved every minute of it, to be honest. But I was on the road pretty much nonstop. Uh, and so uh, I was uh, on a trip with my wife and we were on a ski ski lift and she said I was such a different person when I was in the mountains, uh, which I was, and she was honest and right. And it kind of hit me like a, a frying pan moment, you know, where it hits you in the face and you go, what am I doing? And so, uh, yeah, I, I decided to, uh, to leave that corporate crazy world and moved uh, to Utah where I could ski and had a good buddy from, from undergraduate. Uh, that is one of our partners now, Lance, is the, the guy who counts the money. And uh, he and I started looking for businesses uh, to do together. And we stumbled upon, we were both gardeners, you know, not just casual gardeners and, and both loved to garden. And uh, we actually stumbled upon a, a garden, a seed company. And uh, we started talking to the owner and, and he was interested in selling the business. And so that's how we, we got into the world, uh, the seed world. And we didn't think we'd be in it long. And that was 2010. And uh, we're, we're still here and loving every minute of it. It's, it's been just a, a great turn of uh, career and events. So yeah, sometimes, sometimes careers take weird, weird turns. turns. Yeah. It's a weird one. So, but yeah, what a great, great fortuitous uh, opportunity. So, yeah. well, so you mentioned now, now you've been here for a while. And a little have, while. Yeah. Yeah. You've had plenty of experience working in the seed sector. What, what's one thing you've learned since work, working in the vegetable seed sector? I thought you had to have patience uh, in making a jet engine part with some of the complexities and some of the things that can go wrong. And man, that is just such a simpler world than the seed business. <laughs> it is, uh, this is a million times more complicated and a million more things can go wrong. So <laughs> I think uh, patience and you don't really control your life. Uh, the world controls your life and you just go along for the ride. So I think that's the number one lesson. I think every every part of the seed sector would agree. There are just so many things that can oh. happen, so many things that can go wrong. Mother Nature Mother, being one of them. Mother Nature's, you know, she's the best and the worst. Uh, so we most people 
that are new to the seed business. We do a lot of business with people who are just starting um, and starting to sell seeds, and especially after uh, the pandemic, right? It, every The seed sector was hot and all of a sudden all these new people came to Amazon and they wanted to uh, start selling seeds and it never really even grown much or known. And they would be so upset when you were out of something. Well, can't you just get more? Why don't you make more? Why don't you have that? I'm like. Have you started growing the product you're selling yet? Let me, let me tell you how the complexities of this supply chain. <laughs> so it's tricky. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, now, I know you've also worked with the Home Garden Seed Association yeah, as well. Great association for people out there. You should look it up and join it. <laughs> um, how has working with that kind of association helped move you and um, True Leaf Market forward? Oh, it's it's been phenomenal. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's a great group of suppliers, peers, competitors. Uh, and the thing that I think has been the most eye-opening, and, and you see it here at Asta, right, is you're in a room with people from all over the world that you supply to, you buy from, you compete with, and everybody is so friendly and so kind and so cooperative. And it, when you've come to that from outside the industry, you think there's no way. This is what is up here. This is not true, right? And in the Home Garden Seed Association, it's even smaller. And the fa- the openness with which everybody shares and helps each other is mind-boggling. You, you would never expect that with uh, people who are potentially competing with each other. And, and I think it goes back to the conversation we just had. You know, why is that? Well, this is a tough business uh, and you cannot control it. And Mother Nature is tricky and the business is tricky. And if you tried to go out there and do everything on your own, you would fail. I mean, it really takes a village and it takes uh, a lot of cooperation and help. And you're going to have days you need help from your competitors and your competitors are going to have days they need help from you. Uh, And if you guys don't support each other, everybody loses. So, um, yeah, that that has been a a great part of that. And I learned a lot in that association and made some of my best friends in the industry in that association. So it's been a lot of fun. Absolutely. you know, as we jump into 2023 with the, the planting season just around the corner, what are some trends you're kind of seeing in the home garden seed sector right now? Well, the, there's a couple of things that are interesting that we're we're most excited about. One, you know, we first we had COVID and, and so many people panicked and jumped in and started gardening, one, because they had time, right? And two, because the, the, the nervousness with which everybody was seeing supply chains and everything, right? Everybody became very conscious of uh, food and where it came from and its availability. And it was such a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. And all of us in the industry wondered, well, will this last, right? We've introduced a lot of people and a lot of people are going to realize it's great. And a lot of people are also Mm going to realize it's real work. (laughs) You know, growing a garden is therapeutic and fun, but it's also work. And how many will stick into it? And, And I think the good news is that we're seeing as a trend, people are staying. Um, and especially young people. And I think there was a lot of concern there, right? It was a trendy, hot thing to try. And then, okay, well, now I'd like to go back to the bars with my friends and, you know, back to uh, Netflix and, and I've got other things to do in life. But no, a lot of them are sticking with it. So one big, big overarching trend is just that people are still gardening and it's still People have found how how great it is. The second big trend that we've been seeing for years and this year seems to be bigger again is container gardening. 
Uh, and I think that ties to what we were talking about. The pandemic is a lot of new people coming to gardening. Uh, a lot of uh, younger people haven't maybe have an established house yet. And so uh, they can, they're finding they can grow in a container setting. And the number of varieties people are getting creative about growing in containers continues to grow. Uh, and so that, that we're seeing is, is a big trend going in, into the year. Uh, when it comes to varieties and, and other types of trends, microgreens continue to be very interesting. Uh, and I think, again, there, one of the, the big drivers is during the pandemic, everybody's at home and they're cooking, you know, for the first time in a long time for a lot of people not going out. But people had been going out and they had seen these microgreens on some of their dishes and they're all watching the Food Network. I mean, I love that channel, right? And so they're watching these chefs place these beautiful microgreen bundles on it. And now they're cooking at home and saying, well, I want to put some microgreens on there. And uh, so, yeah, that trend continues to grow. We continue to see a lot of interest in the home user growing their own microgreens for uh, for home use. So. That, Another big trend. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, I know I've seen more of those arrow gardens that you yeah. can put in your mm -hmm. kitchen and grow microgreens. Yep. Yeah, for sure. All of these, there's lots of kits have been a big, big deal. Lots of people during the pandemic um, that jumped into the space brought some clever, unique ideas and some really beautiful home gardening kits and window seal kits. And um, and they're finding that herbs and microgreens uh, are, are a great option for those those kits. And it's, it's a low time commitment. You know, a lot of microgreens you can plant and start and harvest within oh, two weeks. Uh, so, you know, most people can stay focused that long. <laughs> that is true. I think I just have one last question for you today, Rob. Um, and it should be a fun one before we end for the day. But you know, we talked about all of these different trends that you're seeing. What are you hoping to see in the future of the Home Garden Seed Association? I'd really like to see that we continue to help encourage people to grow their own food, right? There, there is something magic. And I think that's why we're seeing so many people hold. Um, my kids, for example, the first time we grew a really amazing carrot, and especially a late fall harvest carrot that's super tender and sweet, right? And they pull it out of the ground themselves and they're amazed at this beautiful carrot and they wash it off with the hose and take a bite of it right there in the yard and taste the sugary crispness of it. It is unlike anything you'll, you'll buy at a grocery store. Uh, and I, I'm hoping more than anything that we continue through the Home Garden Association and, and through this industry to introduce people back to growing their own food, how tasty it can be and how rewarding it is to have done it yourself. So that's what we're hoping for. Perfect. Well, thank you so much again, Rob, for joining me. Alex, thank you. Thanks for having us. I think that's all we have for, to, for you all today, folks. Um, it was a fantastic conversation. Hopefully you took home something that you can teach and learn at the dinner table. And make sure you stay tuned for some more podcasts coming out of the, the conference this week. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>